0: series of teaching, Sunday teaching titled, Serving God and the interest of the kingdom pays the unmatchable. It pays the unmatchable. Today is our covenant day of settlement. And settlement has to do with payment. It is when you have done something that you are expected to be settled. In the book of First Peter, chapter five, verse ten says, "But the God of all grace, who had called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, no matter what you are suffering today, He said it is going to just be for a while. He said He shall make you perfect. He shall establish you." He shall strengthen you, and he shall settle you. This will be our portion in this service today, in the name of Jesus Christ. But how does God settle his people? We saw in the scripture we just read this morning, one of the ways in Psalms 126. And we saw in verse 6, and He said, He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his chiefs with him. He that doeth something shall be settled. There is no way you engage in labor that you will not be settled. Because the laborer is worthy of his wage. And one of the ways that we can engage in labor and get settled is serving God. That is why I say serving God and the interest of the kingdom pays, settles the unmatchable. That is, you cannot match it. Even if you are working in, where can you be working? United Nations or wherever you may be working. It pays the unmatchable. It is a sense of responsibility that delivers settlement into our hands. In the book of Exodus chapter 23 and in verse 25. And it says, And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless. When you serve, he shall bless. And what shall he bless? He shall bless thy bread. He shall bless thy water. That means he will satisfy you and I with good things. And he will not just stop there. He said he will take sicknesses away from the midst of us. No matter where you are walking on this earth, they can pay you 10 million naira per month, 100 million euros per month, but they cannot guarantee you good health. As a matter of fact, the truth of matter is that many of the people that earn very, very unimaginable salaries have very unimaginable sicknesses. That is the truth. That's why they are sickness they call big man sickness. That is why when you sit down and you complain, you don't know what God has done for you. If you go through the sickness that some people go through, you will cease to exist because everything you have will go. God forbid. But when you see them like that and they can go to the hospital and spend one million naira on drugs in a week, uh, they are working in very big places, they are paying them fat salaries, but they cannot guarantee their health. You know, it is... It's better to live a healthy life than to live a sickly life and be healed. As a matter of fact, it's better to be healthy than to be healed. To be healed means that you were sick and you got healed. Because every time you get sick and you get healed, something leaves your body. Even though you get healed. That way when you see someone who is looking very fresh and robust... And the person gets sick, no matter the money he or she has. And the person gets the best medical attention. And at the end of the day, the person gets healed. You will see on him that he was once sick. He says he will take sickness away from the midst of us. It does not stop there. He said there shall nothing cast our young. That means that he will preserve our lives. He said, there shall be none that will be barren. Number four, he will cause us to be fruitful by simply serving him. Number five, he said, the numbers of our days he will fulfill. Number six, he said in verse 27, he said, he will send our fear before us. And will destroy all the people to whom we shall come. And he will make all our enemies to turn their back to us. Meaning that our enemies will flee before us. So serving God is not just about giving us bread and butter. It is a total package for living. You know when you don't know what you get from an endeavor. You may not be committed to it. But you know that this is what you will get from serving God. Bless us. Feed our mouths with good things. Give us divine health. Pursue our enemies before us. Give us long life, prosperity. And don't forget, men are in sizes. Life is in faces. Your level today may not be compared to my own level today. But your level today is not where you are going to be forever. As you keep serving God, and you keep serving God, you keep changing level from glory to glory without even you realizing. It's people that will be telling you what is happening around you. Listen to me, where you are today, where I am today, is a product of our service yesterday. This is not a mantra. It's not just a talk. It is the truth. Some of us find ourselves where we are today, and we ask ourselves, how did we get here? I will ask God, what did we do to deserve this? It's a product of your service yesterday. Where you will be tomorrow is a product. It's going to be a product of your service to God today. So when you see the package, He will bless our bread and our water. He will He will take sickness away from us. He will increase our life. He will pursue our enemies before us. Those are the things that is preparing for our tomorrow. That is where we are going to be tomorrow. When you serve the Lord your God, serving God is a commandment. That is why I say, "And thou shalt serve." It didn't say, "And when or if," and thou shalt serve. It therefore, what is this serving God that we're talking about? Serving God and his interest. Serving God is the use of our divine endowment, such as our strength, our time, our resources, our talents, and so on, in promoting the kingdom of God here on earth. So what do you do to promote the kingdom of God here on earth? Your strength, your resources, your time, your talents, you enter about resources, all resources that you have, including financial resources, to promote the kingdom of God here on earth. And like we've been told from the beginning of this month, you can serve God through kingdom advancement prayers. When you pray for, last Sunday, those of us that were in church service, we had a very wonderful service and a very wonderful message. And as that message was going on, God just spoke to me there. He said, he said, this is the message I sent. It was sounding funny, but that was the truth. He said, what is your connection with your God in the house of God? What is your connection with your pastor? What is your connection with your brethren? Yours is to just come to church and come and collect blessing and go. Before you came to this service this morning, did you pray for this service? Oh no, it is pastor that should pray for service. After all, it is their church. (laughs) When you wake up in the morning and you pray for yourself and you remember the, the house of God and you pray for the pastors and you pray for the services, do you think, do you think, imagine in your mind, you see, that's why, especially we, we, we Africans or Nigerians, we take a lot of things for granted. We're spoiled, You know we're really spoilt people though. <laughs> if you go out of this, go to the so-called Yibo land. They know what is called responsibility. We will take this for granted. Do you think coming to church every day like this and having service and there is no problem, is normal? It is because there were prayers that were prayed before the service started. Do you think that these are our studio people now, the microphone cannot just spoil like that. <laughs> we pray concerning microphone. We pray concerning technical team. That God should speak to them. And give them wisdom. They are very powerful people. <laughs> we pray that as you were coming. And usher says you sit here. You should not slap the usher. <laughs> because if you slap usher, usher cannot slap you back. If you slap you back, now nah, you say you see. You see it and it is the house of God. Though. Meanwhile, you are the one that started it. <laughs> but you don't pray. When you pray for the service before you come, you'll be more blessed. You don't pray for the brethren. When you are praying for yourself, you pray for members of the church that have more problems than you have. That as the people come, Lord, meet them at the points of their knees. Heal those that are sick. Provide for those that are in need. Deliver those that are in captivity. Dedicate specific time that you... Pray for other people. That is serving God. Being selfless, not just about me, myself and I. And what you make happen for others, God makes happen for you. So as I pray for us, and you pray for us, all of us are praying for ourselves. By that we are serving God. Kingdom advancement prayers. You can serve God by reaching out to lost So You had the testimony this morning. And of course, you serve God through your financial resources. Amongst others. But what are the benefits of serving God? In our anchor scripture for this month, in Job chapter 36 and verse 11. he says, and if they obey and serve him, They shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. You want to serve your years in pleasure, your days in prosperity, then serve God. We've enumerated some of the benefits earlier. But let's listen to this specific one. Number one, serving God secures our future. It secures our future. In Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 to 27 that we read, said that they shall serve the Lord their God then he shall bless their bread and water, our future. That's why I said that where we will be tomorrow is a product of our service today. Get committed to serving God. It simply secures your bread and water tomorrow. It simply secures your health tomorrow. It simply secures your long life tomorrow. It simply secures your victory over your enemies tomorrow. That when you are serving God and you are conscious that I am serving God For this purpose, you will be conscious of it. That's why Papa will say that we are not surprised at where we are today. We will only be surprised if we are not where we are today. Because he knows what he consciously did. Number two, benefit of serving God. Serving God secures peace that passes all understanding. In Exodus chapter 14, And in verse 14, and it says, And the Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. No matter the challenges that you are going through, no matter the attack, get committed to serving God in all your ways. And as you are serving God, you have it at the back of your mind that you are going to have peace and victory. What are the benefits of serving God? Number three, he secures our health and vitality. And thou shalt serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and water, and he shall take sickness away from the midst of thee. That if you're going through any any health challenge, and you commit to serving God, you will bring forth your strong reason before him. The Lord take this sickness away from me. Because I serve you, because your word said concerning me, and I shall serve you, and you will take sickness away from me. The ball is in our court. And finally, what are the benefits of serving God? It secures our supernatural breakthrough. In the book of Luke chapter 5, from verse 1 to 7, talking about Jesus and Simon, and Jesus was preaching, And he called Simon the fisherman, give me your boat. And Simon served God with his boat. And Jesus entered the boat and began to preach to the people. And Simon, that has been suffering stagnation all through the day. The way many of us are suffering stagnation now. And we are saying that it is because of lockdown. It's a lie. Even in the midst of this lockdown, some people are prospering. Go and ask MTN. Airtel, (laughs) Glow. They are making the money they have never made before. If I tell you what I spend on data in a month now, you'll be shocked. What I have never dreamt of spending on data before in my life. Because of online businesses, online programs. Some people are prospering even in the midst of lockdown. So don't say it is lockdown. (laughs) He said, when men are saying there is a cast down, he said, I'll be saying there is a lifting up. He said, for our light will shine in darkness. He said, gross darkness shall cover the people. That's the gross darkness of lockdown. No productivity. Everywhere locked up. But in the midst of that gross darkness, he said, our light shall rise and shine. (laughs) When we serve the Lord. Praise the Lord. And Jesus told him, Cast your net. And he said, No, I've been fishing since morning, nothing. He said, Just, but at thy word. And he casted it and he got a huge harvest breakthrough. If you want to have breakthrough in whatever areas of your life, consciously serve God. And when you consciously serve Him, make a demand. Don't say, I've been doing it before and, you've not, and you have not had results because you have not done it well. Uh, As uh, ARP said the other day, he said repetition is the matter of what? Retention. Repetition. So it is a repetition. So say I've been doing it but I've not seen anything. Repeat it. That is when it will stay. Praise the Lord. What do, what do I need to do for my service to qualify for reward? It is not all service that qualify for reward. In Genesis chapter 4, from verse 4 to 5, talking about Cain and Abel, the the, the sacrifice of, of, of one was not accepted. Abel was accepted. Cain was not accepted. Why? For you and my service to be accepted before God, the following must be in place. Number one, we must serve God cheerfully, we must serve God. Cheerfully, it must not be by compulsion, it must be cheerful. We must be happy doing it, we must be excited serving God. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47 to 48, he said, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart, and for the abundance of all things, he said, I will cause the blessing. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. But this also means that because thou servest the Lord. By God with joyfulness of heart therefore I will bless you that's the meaning of that serve God with joy with happiness serve God joyfully number 2 for your service to be accepted you must serve God willingly in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 7 1 Corinthians Chapter 9 and verse 17. Studio. Okay. Good. And he says, For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. The part A of it. That means that if it is not willingly, I don't have a reward. So, you are coming to give for the kingdom of God. You are grumbling. You are... See, if I don't do it now, they will come and... Be disturbing me. Or you are coming to service because you don't want people to come and visit you in the house. (laughs) You know, there are people like that. (laughs) It must be willingly. You must do it with a cheerful heart, willingly. Seeing it as your responsibility, as your, as, as your, as your essence for living on earth. You know, somebody said that service is the rent we pay for living on earth. General service. Serving humanity. Not to talk of serving God. And number three, our service must be love motivated. Our service must be love motivated. In the book of First Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 3, it says, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned." And I have no love. It profited me nothing. And so you are praying for the brethren in the church. And your reason for praying is to gossip. And so you call brethren. Let us pray for for brother so, 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 so. We just had that he stole money in his office. <laughs> that is what you want to pass. You know in the church. You know one thing with we, we brethren. Is that we know how to. Condemn ourselves so much. The other people there don't condemn themselves like that. God does not even condemn. If we were God, we would have killed all of us. Even including us. (laughs) Whatever you do to serve God must be in love. There is a man of God that loves God so much that Bishop Oedeko said that even in the prison, Even in in all adversity was prospering and he feared him. That is David. In the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 29 verse 3 to verse 6. He says, moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God. I have made of my own proper good of gold and silver. Which I have given to the house of my God. Over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. And he began to enumerate the things that he has given to God. But, why did he do that? He said, because I have set my affection, my love for the house of my God. Let your service be out of love. Of course, we have testimony that, God, if you give me one soul, uh, if I bring one soul, you give me one million. Then, then God gave him one soul, and he got one million. He said, eh. So, it's like this. Okay, I will bring ten souls, you give me ten million. Maybe he brought Tesla and God gave him 10 million. Oh, it is business. It is not business. It is not business. Maybe that's not what you want to hear anyway. You must serve God not because of what you would get. You serve God because you love him. In the first instance, your existence is because of him. Your sustenance is because of him. But when you serve him out of loving him, Then he will definitely bless you. Papa said, God is not our heavenly banker, he is our heavenly father. It is what you put in the bank that you can go and collect, but from your father, you collect what you don't put in his hand. So we should not be having the mentality that as I serve God, He must definitely He will. You have that mentality but let your love overshadow your your your, your expectation from him that, that, that it is because I am doing this, that this must happen. You are created to love him. And when you love him, you will do his will. You will serve the Lord your God. You will be a blessing to humanity and to mankind. The Bible says that how can you say you love God that you have not seen? When you despise the man that you seek? It's because you despise the man, that's why you cannot pray for your brethren. That's why you cannot be a blessing to your brethren. That is why you will backbite your brethren. That is why you will set your brethren up. Then you come to church and lift up holy hands. Serve God with love. In conclusion the god of settlement will settle us today but our responsibility is to serve him the grace to serve god we receive this morning in the name of jesus christ this grace to serve him acceptably is received this morning in the name of jesus christ rise up to your feet lift up your hands to god give him thanks and praise and open your mouth and ask for grace lord i receive grace to serve you acceptably, to serve you to the point of reward, to serve you lovingly, love motivated, and receive grace, Lord, to serve you in love. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed and given thanks. You are here this morning, the number one service you have to do is to give your life to Christ Jesus, if you have not done that. You have never given your life to Jesus Christ before, this is the opportunity for you. Please, wherever you are standing right now, you want to say, Lord, I want to serve you. And I want to surrender my life to you. Why don't you put your right hand upon your chest as we pray this prayer together. In the auditorium and outside the auditorium, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to serve God by giving your life to him. Put your right hand upon your chest and pray this prayer after me. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I come before you this morning. Have mercy upon me. Forgive me all my sins and iniquities. From today, Lord, I accept you, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and personal Savior. All things have passed away. All things have become new. I serve you with my life, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray.